the finale of Book of Boba Fett has arrived, so today I'm going to be giving you my spoiler review of the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Boba Fett spoiler review or breakdown. This is going to be the final one in this series. This is, of course, episode 7. At the end, I'll give my quick general thoughts on the season, but I honestly don't have too much time to do this right now, so I'm going to go straight ahead talking about this episode. Massive spoiler warning if you haven't seen it, some of the, you know, what happens. Honestly, not too much really happens, considering it's a finale, even though it feels rushed. There's not much to touch on because there is, it's such an action-heavy episode. And this episode is extremely long. I believe it's like 55 minutes without credits, which is crazy. And it's like one of the longest episodes we've ever had on Disney+. Plus. So this was, again, a supremely long episode, a lot of action. So there might not be as much to fill the spoiler review this time around. So I'm going to be talking about the general season in, in, as a whole in just a little bit. This episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who, no disrespect to him, I love some of the Robert Rodriguez work I've seen. I haven't really seen anything from him in a while that I haven't liked. Certainly a few things from the 2000s and things I've seen, which I, I'm not really into anymore. But I am mostly a fan of his work. But unfortunately, I do feel he's directed clearly the two weakest episodes of the show. And, well, I wouldn't call this finale... I wouldn't put this finale on that level. I do think it was overall a pretty mixed bag, which is not the opinion I'm seeing pop up most on social media. So I could really be alone on this, but overall I'm pretty conflicted on this finale. A lot I liked, a lot that really bugged me, and it didn't leave me with a very... I was satisfied, but I didn't really feel pumped. Like I want to after a finale. Satisfied be excited for the future i didn't get really any extreme feelings which i mostly want after finale obviously on the positive side this kind of just left on a bit of a fizzle i thought but i don't know that could just be me but getting right into the spoiler breakdown a lot happens in this episode in terms of like there's a lot of action so it does intercut a lot of sequences so i may accidentally go out of order i didn't i wasn't able to write these while watching i wa- i wrote these like 10 10 minutes after i watched it wrote the notes i mean so if i'm missing something that's probably why and if i say something kind of out of order i that was completely by accident so just know that while i'm going through this but boba fett the episode starts off with him and fennec shand at the i believe after the actually it starts off with cad bane going to the pikes i believe and we actually get him talking to the Pikes about how they actually killed the the biker gang people just like we thought, and that that's and you know that Cad Bane was actually like making sure like are you sure all the Tuscans are dead? Which I was expecting the Tuscans to come back, but they don't. So that was a bit underwhelming for me. But again, it does feel a lot. It does feel a bit rushed. So I'm surprised. I'm not surprised we weren't able to get to that either. But Boba pretty much says that they need Flea Town or Mos Espa as he originally got to come help them because. They won't have enough resources to be able to stand up to the pikes. And then Boba Fett walks out and we get the first confrontation between him and Cad Bane. Here Cad Bane reveals that um, Cad Bane's trying to make a deal with Boba to kind of just leave and all that. And Cad Bane kind of tells, reveals to Boba that he has already dealt with Cobb Van. He reveals that who actually killed the Tusken Raiders, which is the pikes. And... 
all this conversation, and you can tell there's this underlying rivalry, which you don't know, there is a un, un, unused, I guess, Clone Wars concept for an episode, which is where it was the first, I believe, confrontation between Boba and Cad Bane, and Cad Bane was the one who actually made a mark on Boba's helmet, which we see in live action. And I was hoping they would touch on that here. They do slightly hint at it at their second interaction much later in the episode. But you can tell there's something underlying here. And I'm so disappointed they took as long as they did for to introduce Cad Bane. I think the scene of him introduced is still my favorite scene of the whole series. Because while I wanted it to happen, I didn't know if they would go that far in get incorporating so much of the animated stuff. But it seems like they're really going there. But I was... I was so surprised and so happy to see him. And I felt like he was pretty much completely wasted in this episode and also really underused. And his rivalry being built up with Fett and making us care about Fett would have maybe led me to be more satisfied with the finale, knowing that we got much more of him. But where they go with Cad Bane really, really annoyed me. And I was so angry with what they did. And even in like their duel, I was like, I don't mind Cad Bane just straight up kills Boba here because I'm more interested to see more of him. They haven't given me a reason to see more of Boba, but Cad Bane is this intimidating character. And I love the presence he brings, the presence the voice actor brings, who I believe is the same as the Clone Wars. You just can't replace him. But after this, they, Boba decides to just back down for now and he gathers his forces. We get Black Santin, or as he calls him, just Santin, I guess is the nickname. We get the biker gang, the crew there, and we get the Gamorrean guards. We get, you know, they're putting up the, the city comes help, Freetown, and Boba is completely just, you know, gathering his forces. Fennec decides to um, go to the, go to the he- head of the pikes and take care of them. And they, she asks Boba and Mando, but Mandalorian is still here, by the way. To cover her and all that. And she kind of just disappears. And this is also another one of my issues, which I haven't heard anyone really complain about. But Fennec has been extremely underused in this show. And it seems like that seems to be a recurring theme with her appearance. Like, she showed up in Bad Batch. Thought she could have been in it more. Showed up in here. And she was meant to be pretty much the secondary, second main character to obviously Boba Fett. And I'm genuinely... I am actually 100% sure that she has had less screen time than the Mandalorian because he was in the entirety of episode 5. And I think that almost that on its own tallies to exactly what her screen time was before that. So that's a bit underwhelming. And I feel like she's a bit more charismatic, I guess you can say, than Boba Fett. And I feel like having her in more of it would have helped because the line delivery on most of the main cast of this show, other than the people from The Mandalorian, is pretty generic and very bland by nature. And I feel like she's kind of the exception of that, but also falls into that to an extent. But I felt like her being in more of that would have helped. But anyways, moving along, um, we get the return of the mayor's assistant, which I don't really know why he's still here. I really don't like that character. And But he does, in fact, um, try to make a deal with the Pikes when they raid in on the, the Mos Espa Cantina, which Boba and Mando are staking out at. And Boba decides not to make a deal out. And I really like this scene. We get, a, we get a, them coming in on jetpacks, shooting. And this is like the one exception to the complaint I'm going to be making consistently in that episode. And that is that I felt the action directing 
was so inconsistent in this episode. There were some shots which were great, especially again when Mando and Boba were on jetpacks and when Freetown comes to help. But I just felt like, other than this, the action felt really rigid and just... It just felt very sloppy and very slow. And I felt like this is kind of where it comes back to my main point of Robert Rodriguez. I just don't think he was the right director for... An episode like this, I would have loved them to bring Bryce Dallas Howard, or who I would have much preferred, and really, I cannot believe they didn't use in this episode, is why did they not let John Favreau direct this? Now, I know, I'm sure he has a lot of stuff, maybe he's working on outside of his little Star Wars pocket universe that he has in the universe, although it is canon, it's not Elseworlds, that's just what it feels like nowadays. And I know he's got a lot of stuff. He's working out the story. He's very much the creative head of this part. Obviously, with Dave Filoni. But I still really think, with experience on Iron Man, that I think that him directing this would have been the best option. Even then, like even flying around, John Favreau's done that. He can do all that. And I really wish that we got him to direct this. And, I, and I, he's only directed one episode of any Star Wars thing. And it's one of the best episodes of this entire, out of anything Star Wars ever, one of the best hours of all time in Star Wars. And I really think he was was the perfect choice for this. But I didn't expect him to. I did expect Robert Rodriguez to do this. So I kind of set my expectation to be underwhelmed. We also get these, like, mech droids come in. They kind of remind me of that, those droids from the prequels that kind of roll around. I'm sorry, I just don't remember the name. But something we do have to mention that I did I don't really know when it happens, I can't remember, but Grogu and R2-D2 arrive on an X-Wing, which I'm just surprised Luke Skywalker allowed that to happen. Even more, R2-D2 felt comfortable enough to just leave Grogu with someone who R2-D2 didn't even know. So that's a bit questionable to me. But other than that, we knew Grogu was going to come back. This does confirm that he did indeed choose the Mandalorian's chainmail armor and that he will be going back with the Mandalorian in season three. We're going to be going full steam ahead back with them too. I don't know if this was, this is what, this is probably not what I wanted because I did make it clear in my finale review of season two that I loved the ending we got between Mandu, Mando and Grogu. And I felt like this, although I expected it, kind of undermined that. And it almost felt like they were worried to go there like they played it safe and decided to go here and I would love to see more of Grogu maybe him having like a you know not be a series regular but just be like a complete supporting character who shows up every now and then would have been the would have been a more effective way of using him going forward because we've had so much time between him and Mando and I feel like the chapter the first 16 chapters of Mandalorian the the that book of stories is kind of closed but now that it's kind of been reopened but in an, on a different show which I feel like was a strange decision but I mean I expect that to happen but also Boba Fett gets a rancor and obviously we knew this was going to happen based off I believe it was episode four or three I don't know they kind of just blend together the first four episodes so we've been so different since then but he gets a rancor rides on it the special effects I thought were great but I don't know if this is what I would have wanted to see because I felt like kind of at point points kind of felt like Mortal Kombat with the finisher moves, which I kind of enjoyed. But I don't know. This is just not personally my type of action sequence. 
And if this is the stuff you like, then that's great. But this is not really what I would like. But one of my favorite moments of this entire episode, which speaks to what I'm drawn to in this side of the universe more. My favorite moment of this entire episode was definitely when Mando, Mando reunites with um, Grogu. And I thought it was just such a satisfying moment, even though this is not what I, the direction I would have taken these two characters when they reunited and how excited they both were. I loved all that. And Pedro Pascal did such a good job. He's a much more compelling protagonist than Boba Fett, which I think we can all agree with. So no hot takes there, but them reuniting, such a sweet moment. I loved it. I honestly, I almost didn't expect them to actually show Grogu in this episode, but that getting them reuniting, I still hope in the next season we do get some questioning from Mando of why Grogu decided not to go with his own kind. And I'm wondering how that will play into the armorer and the Mandalorian, the watch, the the cult that, that he's in. I'm wondering how that will affect them, as if now he's kind of failed his mission, I guess, because Grogu's come back to him. And that was just real that was just a great moment, even though I felt like it did take a step back. The execution of the moment was really great, and I really loved it. But then we get on to something that I will... Actually, first, I should say that Grogu actually does use the Force, which I thought was pretty cool. He does it twice. Once to actually pet and calm the Rancor later when he almost eats the Mandalorian. I really enjoyed that bit. And it was so cute what happened after him just lying down next to it. Really enjoyed that. It was a really nice moment. So I really liked the way they used him in some of the action. But let's go back to Boba Fett and talk about the thing that really angered me. Firstly, it was confirmed that Cobb Vanth got killed, but then they also went back on that. So I felt like it was unnecessary to double down on that so many times. But in this sequence, we get Boba Fett in a showdown with Cad Bane. They're going to do the little Western standoff. Cad Bane shoots, and obviously he's the one who wins it. He's about to take out Boba. Then we get that classic thing of the villain just going on a monologue for too long. And Boba Fett pulls out the Tuscan Spear, which I'm glad he brought back. But then he kills Cad Bane. What a waste of a phenomenal character and such great potential. I was honestly so disappointed that they killed him. This just really annoyed me. It kind of soured my almost all my perception on the rest of the episode. Now, I hope he's back. I'm, I'm a bit worried based off the fact that they, had, they didn't show him being alive. At the end, this kind of reminds me of Wilson Fisk's death in Hawkeye, but then I was much more confident he was alive because the way they shot the death, here they straight up showed it. And the fact that they showed Cobb Vance coming back at the end makes me worried that they don't have more plans for Cad Bane, which would be ridiculous. And I was kind of hoping he would win this standoff, and I honestly wouldn't have minded if they had just taken out Boba Fett because I don't think... They've convinced me that this is a compelling protagonist, and I'm not really into his character. I know people would disagree with that, but that's just my opinion. But if we move on move on from this, Fennec does kill the leader of the Pike, so I guess that's cool. Again, I don't, this storyline has felt really rushed. I'm not satisfied with the way that I wasn't... The threat, the threat level wasn't clear enough until this episode to where it feels like they're jumping the shark with what they're doing here. That's probably my biggest issue is that it felt a bit abrupt in the way everything played out, even though it was a really long action sequence, and I mean long. And the way the story wraps up in the... Now that they, they have to, they defeated the Pikes, Cad Bane is down, but even the way the season's about to close off was really concerning to me. Because we get Boba saying to Fennec, 
I don't know if this is for us. When he's walking through the streets and Fennec's commenting about how they're giving him food and they're, they're not fighting him. And this was so confusing to me. And it seems like this is kind of suggesting that Boba Fett's already planning on leaving Mos Espa, even though they've convinced us on the show that he's so devoted to the people, wants to rule with respect. And this, again, feels like a complete character motivation switch for the sake of setting up the fact that he's going to play a role in The Mandalorian Season 3 and play into that storyline too, even though he doesn't really even feel like he fit, other than him owing The Mandalorian, because he's helped him so much more than Boba. Boba's helped him back. So to me, this felt completely off to me. And it just really rang hollow and kind of just left me feeling a bit awkward with the season that I felt like it almost felt pointless by the end like it just it didn't really make much sense to me this line and then we move on and we get the final scene which again obviously being Mando and that's Mando and Grogu in their new Naboo starfighter flying off we want Grogu wanting the Mandalorian to speed up and obviously really enjoyed that scene and it does say something again that they chose to end the season with the Mandalorian again showing that they will have more adventures in season three which was, was rumored earlier today to be coming out on Christmas of Christmas 2022, which is honestly what I would like. At first, again, I was so annoyed that we weren't getting The Mandalorian Season 3. But now that we have seen a lot more of The Mandalorian, and I mean a lot in this show, I am completely fine with waiting like another 10, 11 months to see him again. Seems like that's what we're going to be doing, and I think that's probably the best decision, and maybe releasing some of the other shows in between so that we get different characters in Obi-Wan and Andor. And I think that's a pretty good decision on their part now that we've gone through it. And obviously, we do also have a mid-credit scene, which, thank God, does tease that Cobb Vanth is alive by, you know, putting him in the back to tank and getting that dude who was was kind of making, like, making robotic parts for people. I thought that was a good direction to go. I like to bring him back. I'm so glad they didn't just kill him. It seems like the show kind of was just killing off the characters with the most potential. And kind of leaving alive the characters who you didn't really want to see anymore of, which is a pretty odd decision. But again, they thought what impacts us more, but it didn't even wasn't even in an emotional way. It was just underwhelmed because we want to see more of the characters. So I like to bring Cobb Vance back. I want them to bring Cat Bane back too, because I don't think they've used that character enough, even though he's been in a lot of Clone Wars, obviously animated stuff. In live action, he just returned, just returned in the Bad Batch. Just please bring him back to and I would love him I would love if they're going to do a season two make it about them too make it about their rival rivalry and continue and I don't know how long you'll be able to stretch it out for but I think it's a much more compelling story and I want to see that so overall when it comes to the book of Boba Fett I guess you could say season one it's no question that I was pretty underwhelmed because it almost felt like we had two different no, a few different shows combined into one but they wanted to do a Boba Fett show just for the sake of doing a Boba Fett show, decided to call it Boba Fett, but didn't want the audience to be alienated or still wanted to continue the Mandalorian story because it almost feels like these days every character needs a show. They wanted to do Boba Fett. They didn't want to make the audience wait too long, thought they would get too bored by this Boba Fett stuff, decided to throw in other stuff. And it just didn't fully mesh quite right. And by the end, it didn't feel like it landed smoothly. Some of the action directing... I wasn't a big fan of but yeah overall some really great stuff in this finale some things which left a lot to be desired for me some really strange creative decisions but 
Most importantly, though, I am super hyped for The Mandalorian Season 3. Cannot wait to get back to those batch of stories. So with that said, I'm going to give The Book of Boba Fett Season 1 a C. A C+. Plus. And the reason I'm slightly going positive is just because I enjoy Star Wars. I like being in this universe. And considering I mix on the show, it does lean positive. And also, I just loved Episode 5. Episode 6, I found a lot of enjoyment in, even though... It was a bit too fan servicey at points. That does come to the end of this review. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.